This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me. The, your boy, the number one Zoom boy, Johnny G, zooming it up. I'm no longer the number one fuck boy. For the remainder of the quarantine, I am staying at home, and I am the number one Zoom boy. I never thought, as a guy who spent 12 hours a day playing computer games, I'd get so tired of looking at a fucking computer screen. Joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, first time guest. I've been on his podcast. I can't believe I finally fucking swung it. From the Daily Zeitgeist, guys, we got Miles Gray. Oh, Thank you for having me in this kingdom of highness and mightiness. <laughs> Honestly, bro, it's a, as much as I'm, I'm gassed. I'm gassed up. Like, I'm great. I feel accomplished to be on your show. As I was telling you, I was not a podcaster my whole life. And to me, to be on <laughs> High and Mighty, I feel like it validates my credentials as a at least comedic podcaster. So thank you for that opportunity, Gabrus. Oh, please. Well, thanks for fucking slumming it down here on High and Mighty. <laughs> Coming over from the TDZ. Um, what I will say for the listeners, you can tell Miles was excited to be on the show because he DM'd me a picture of a cannabis quencher. And then right before we started recording was holding up assorted implements. He's like bongs grinder saying like, I'm ready to rock. What should I do here? Dude, a listener etched the daily zeitgeist in the base of this bong, like blasted That's it in. Fucking and then sick, also dude. in our in our office, like when we first got in our office, I jokingly like demanded art in the building, like fine, order whatever you wanted. I ordered uh, a fucking eight, like uh, yeah, nearly a ten foot wide tapestry, uh, uh, a flag, if you will, with the note from the Jersey Shore printed on it. Uh, that says, you know, hi, Sam, the first night at bed when you left. Uh, so, And then that listener so lovingly also etched that into the neck of the bong. So it's like a just grotesquely zeitgeisty bong. That's all. Speaking of zeitgeist office, I think I was there when you first opened yeah. it. And uh, glad to hear you got a thing on the walls because I thought... I- I thought I was showing up to get fucking killed yeah. on camera. Or I some was like, shit. "Oh, Gabriel, so good to meet you, man! Can't wait to get in your skin, uh, uh, interview you." Oh yeah, just tell us a tweet that you like this week, or whatever. hey, what are you sipping on over there? What do you got over there? Oh, that's what my little concoction. Yeah. I got cannabis quencher. Uh, shout out to cannabis quencher mixed with like 
iced tea and a little fresh squeeze Wait, of lemon. So, so the vials you showed me was cannabis was cannabis quencher? Same brand. They just have like new shots that they're working oh, out. Like hundred milligram shots. Big shout out to cannabis quencher. Cause like you said, I was I started sipping this over like the last week. And I was flashing back to the days I used to abuse Valium and stuff. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is like low stakes lean and I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like as your tolerance skyrockets, you're like, oh, I need to have, I don't want to have five pieces of Dude, chocolate or five gummies. Do you ever get worried? And this comes that like the THC receptors are fully just blown out in your brain because Quar has only got <laughs> sent me deeper, like, I'm hitting the throttle on this shit now. I got to go back to like taking a couple of days off a week after the quarantine or like a two week, no, no, or weed CBD cleanse or something. <laughs> yeah. Something just because I, my tolerance is through the roof. I just at like three or 4 PM every day, start smoking and like micro dosing edibles and then micro dosing. It used to be like, Oh, I'll pop 10. And then now I'm like making a 25 milligram iced tea and I might have another yeah. one after <laughs> like I'm, I'm like Dangerous. indestructible now also when you're not leaving yeah. it's hard to tell how high you really are because you're like i don't need motivation right. or faculties i just have to like engage with my wife <laughs> eat food watch content repeat this is like, <laughs> repeat yeah this is like what i'm i had a moment stuff. where like i forgot i was like i was making uh you know i was making some bolognese sauce some gravy uh on sunday and i was dropping some off to my mom because she loves meat sauce and I was sipping a, a CQ quencher, baby. And partway through, I was like, I was like, wait, I gotta slow down. I gotta drive a little bit to drop this thing off. To the point where I got to my mom, I was like, yeah, here's a sauce, man. I gotta go love you, please. This thing's about to kick in hardcore, and I don't want to be in a car. <laughs> and she's like, bye, son. <laughs> it is what it is. What doesn't want? To, what don't you don't want something to kick? Like, and you realize, oh, I'm talking about legal medicine. I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> but just more like, I'd hate to be, you know, get like a deuce from being too high behind the wheel. Like that would just be a laughable oh. thing to happen. Oh, just like no. unacceptable. Right, because now it's like it's so sketchy to take Lyft or Uber that uh, my game, I, I was like immune. I was never afraid. Cause I'd be like, Oh, if I get so baked and have to go somewhere, I could just right. lift. Now I'm always like, all right, babe, you're <laughs> driving to go pick up uh, uh, take right. out tonight. She's like, yes. I'm like, perfect. Right. <laughs> They're like, what? They're like we just got drive through from Panda express. Like you were going to get bombed either way. Just had to make sure you never know. Gotta be safe, babe. I'm down to go with you, but I'm down to do all the in-person reactions. I'm just not driving under this. <laughs> the other thing about the tolerance stuff is because I think we're on an accelerated timeline in LA because everything, like most Angelinos laugh if you're just like, you smoke weed. They're like, what do you mean? Like diamonds? What do you mean? Caviar? What do you mean? Like, all, what, what, what do you vape? Like, what, what's the mix? What kind of edibles you take? And now, like, I used to just be able to, like, I remember the early days when, like, a pre-roll was such a nice thing, you know? And I'm like, oh, this is yeah. great. When it was like, oh, this is fantastic. It's like a cigarette. I wake up, just have a coffee, hit a quick J, come back inside, do some reading, get ready for the show, whatever. Now I'm like, to the point where I'm like at the store, I look like I'm scratching my neck. I'm like, well, how many, how many, you know, like, what kind of distillate is in there? Is it all concentrates? Like, because it can't just be flour, man. It's too much, dude. I I'm still like, I'm still as flour as much as possible. But yeah, I'm I'm getting caught up in the arm, the THC arms race. It's funny we we're gonna talk gadgets, and I think the cannabis world activates that like gadget mentality when I'm like, yeah, bro, oh you, I've oh, got I used everything. To just smoke a great. 
Yeah, I've got I've got all the toys. <laughs> I, I know I know about any new product. I like you're saying pre rolls used to be high tech. Right. Like it used to be like you showed if you had a pre roll in New York. Like if you pulled out oh. like a pre roll or a, someone visited and you were like, "Yo, look, they sell packs of joints." Like, like let me see that too. They'd have a fucking what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I take a photo of this? and now you're like oh and literally the other day i'm like looking up how to make cannabis infused coffee creamer so i could just have like medicated and i'm like wait a minute i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i know know. dude i mean that's like when you really gotta let them know like i gotta look i have a thing that i drink that will not arouse suspicion so i must integrate the weed into that (laughs) (laughs) but it is that thing where it's like oh yeah it's cool and then i get caught up in all the fun shit i bought a volcano uh let's talking weed could i going past gadget loyalty i have like company loyalty when i when i run into a good company and they do a good product i get i'm the same i'm at the level i think it happens to a lot of like once, especially, I'm 38. Me and my wife both have jobs, and we don't have kids, and we live in an apartment. Like I live that city life, so I'm like, if I want, if I like like Yeti coolers, yeah. anything I'm gonna have that's a cooler is gonna be fucking Where's Yeti. My cup? I have like all <laughs> Yeti cups that I drink out of. Like it ain't Bro, exactly. Same. I'm I'm glad to know we're on the same planet. I'm such a I'm I'm loyal to a fault. Where it's like one thing I had a good experience like Big League Chew. I'm like, bruh, I ain't never chewing anything else. <laughs> I don't care if I ate it when I was eight, but this shit is amazing. Miles, you taking fish oil or multivitamin? Nah, dude, I yeah. had Big League Chew when I was like eight. That shit's fire. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I don't think it's supposed to take the place of everything. Yeah, I do that. And then like, if I want a protein supplement, I get that uh, little container that looks like dip, but it's actually shredded up beef jerky. Pack a lip of that, get my protein. <laughs> Big League Chew. Hit the, hit the bench, pack a lip of fucking ground up beef you know, jerky. Do some decline bench press, get that lower pec activated. You know what's up. <laughs> Um, what, and you find yourself like, oh, here's, I was loyal to a fault. Talk about loyalty to a fault. I love this brand of shorts that I kind of popped off on Instagram called Chubbies. And then, and I'm a huge fan of short shorts, especially their cozy shit. And then, then fucking like uh, six months ago, I I bought another round and they changed the material on their shit and they kind of, and they went, it feels like they went cheaper and the material's worse and the fit is weird. And I know, I know this question I'm about to ask you is going to hit you directly in your heart because I know you like food the way I do. And I know you like your neighborhood the way I do. Has there ever been a change of ownership at a restaurant you loved? And then when you went back, you're like, they fucked with the recipe. It's such a small thing. And I don't understand why people do this, man. Uh, uh, The consumer will know. There's a place, Henry's Tacos in the Valley. It's like legendary. And they got in a dispute. They got kicked out. A cactus taqueria moved in where they used to be. And then they found a spot like just a block down. But the first day I went there, they fucked with the tortilla. And they fucked a little bit with the consistency of the meat. And I was like, this is not, this feels like an imposter now. Oh, man. I know that feeling too well. I wish I could say I knew it better, but I live in West Hollywood. No restaurant lasts like eighteen months here. It's like they just immediately they're flipping like at, like a, like quarterly at right. this point. I'll go I'll go I'll go on the road do like three uh, a weekend away. I'll come back and there'll be three new restaurants where fucking formerly an expensive sink store. Right, right. Well, what about in Long Island? Aren't there like didn't you have oh, favorites that they do that? What's the deal over there? Yes. Well, they fu- they fuck with that like and the, it's always. 
and in the case with Chubbies and especially with you can pinpoint that it's money yeah. too when it's like oh these rolls I bet are cheaper. Yeah. And now the sandwich suffers because they switched to this roll, and now I'll never come here again, but they're saving 18 cents a unit yeah. or whatever. And I think Chubby's did that because the, the material is scratchier and less uh. cozy. And I'm like, oh, you fucks. And it's so... And it's a bummer because, like, when these big companies get bigger, you're like, oh, I'm glad to hear you're making money. And then when they go to fucking they, ring out another 10 cents, yeah. and you're like, well, fuck you, yeah. pal. Fuck that's that, you. That's the, the curse of, like, having it, that demand, baby. They're like, well, now we got to change. We got to switch manufacturers because <laughs> I got to make 10 times the amount of chubbies now. And I, I just I just read uh, the book "Let My People Go Surfing" by the guy, the CEO of Patagonia. Okay. The guy, the founder of Patagonia, and like they're a cr- they're crazy about their materials always being top right. notch and all this shit. And I just read all that, and at the same time as I felt I was being personally affronted by Chubby's, <laughs> that I started like I started to be like, how hard is it to just give a shit about your fucking customer? And I was like so worked. I drafted a fucking letter to Ch- to Chubby's. Good I like for you message them on all. And I just, and they were like, we can, uh, I'm like, that we can offer a refund. I'm like, I already took the tags off and tried washing them to make them more comfortable. And they were like, well, we're so sorry. We can offer you 50% off your next order. And I'm like, fucking Ugh. chained to the redwood tree, being like, sorry, bro, <laughs> not going to buy another. And like, your and tank man like in they Tiananmen give a Square? Fuck one guy. <laughs> I'm comparing my. I'm like Rosa Parks of short shorts for uh, wealthy white hey, guys. Hey, look, but this is but this is the pe- the people need to know the severity, the seriousness of your relationship to the product, because a Gabrus endorsement is not something that he takes lightly. No, no. <laughs> um, well, that, that's the crazy thing too with our careers is like I get into these gadgets and I get loyal, and I'm like. I play myself on my podcast like you do on your podcast. Like, so it's hard not to talk about yeah. real shit. But then also you're like, well, if Yeti isn't giving me any fucking money, they, <laughs> they get <Yeah>. lost. <laughs> like, I'll talk about Yeti to my friends and recommend it, but I'm not going to be on my – but the Yeti product is so fucking it's strong. Amazing. Here I am talking. Yeah. <laughs> I like almost get off on putting a cup full of ice in one. And just like leaving it out and being like, dude, I'm gonna come back in eight hours, and that shit's gonna barely be melted, and that's only for an audience of me, dude. I, and I, I, I'm gonna go right down gender norms here. This is like classic dad shit, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and I didn't realize it at the time, like why? But what is dads and gadgets like, or dad? Like, I'm literally, my wife is so tired of me going, feel this, right? Feel this, feel it. There's still ice in that. I made this drink yesterday. Right. And, the, and she's the, like, okay. The refrain that we always hear back is, what is that? What do you care? What does that matter? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any cup? What do you mean? Well, it's just it, that it, 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 look, look, we got these shitty plastic cups from Target. Put ice in there. That shit's melted in 15 minutes in this valley heat. Now put that in a Yeti. You can come back in four hours. <laughs> and, and, and you won't even have any melted water to drink out the bottom. That's what matters, it's, miss. Yeah, actually, that's my the only fault I have with Yeti is that I'm like, fuck, I need to put more water in this because this is all yeah. ice right Because the fun thing, too, is like you drink something super sweet on ice and you're like, you know, once I kill it, the ice will then melt and I'll have like a second drink that is slightly more palatable and less, you know, like less likely to induce a diabetic shock or something like that. So I think, yeah, just not having that in the Yeti, I'm always like, I constantly do the thing where it's just ice hitting my teeth and I'm like, 
oh, you just hear it like yeah, you hear like, like the loud oh, crash of the shit. ice. You're like, okay, well, could have used some liquid there. But yeah, gadgets I think are oh. dope because they just. I don't know. Every gadget that I like or aspire to get, like I just envision a new life with it. It's so weird. I think, and it's not like I'm really that susceptible to most marketing, but very specific things. I do the work for the company where I'm like, yes, when I have the stores in Bickle shifty or whatever, what's their vaporizer called? They have the session. The little ones is the mighty. Oh, or what's like the the thing that looks like a, it's like their handheld vaporizer has like the little straw in it. Anyway, that thing, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to the White House and I'm hitting weed and no one knows. And then I meet people and it's great <laughs> and I'm as high as I want to be because sometimes those little vape cartridges don't cut it. I like flour. That's like I'm doing that work for them. There's no there's no need for an ad at that point. <laughs> right, right. Dude, I you said it like that uh, this whole new world, this new thing is opening for me. To me, it's this weird like optimization. It's yeah. like... I drink ice water and ice coffee all the time at home. Would be so dope. And like what I've also done is gotten really good at making my cold brew in the morning where I have like a system and I know the pro- the companies, the the creamer, the companies, the how many ice cubes, the measurements. Whoa. And it's all might it's all minor shit, but it happens if you work from home for 6 years and you make right. your own you decide to make your own coffee to save money, then you're like Actually, I, I know I don't need these two ice cubes. Like you start to like learn your right. system and like I have my cup and it's just about and then you're like, oh, like with r- rolling weed or whatever, you're like, oh, I like to buy flour and then roll it and stuff cones because it's cheaper than buying right. pre-rolls and I can make some. And then you're like, oh, do they cone make fillers? a huge grinder? <laughs> yeah, a cone. Fi- exactly. And that's all the, that's all the shit that comes. And then that's how you end up with a grinder that can grind an eighth at a time. Look at this fucking thing. Dude, <laughs> I got a, a pretty big house. one too. Yeah, this is uh, we're from the same planet, Gabrus. I always felt this about us, even though like we've only physically same. been around each other a couple of times. I'm like, dude, I know this dude. I know we. I know this fool gets it. <laughs> one time, one time you got me. Uh, I was wasted. You got me some Al's beef in Chicago, and I sprayed that into my sink and shower uh, the dude, next that, morning so it was, that a was a great time because i think it was the first time we had met uh at, at a podcast festival and you were already blacked out from your live show i did or pretty, i did a power yeah. hour yeah. and then like you got to the hotel bar but you were relatively i was like oh this i think this dude's a drunk like how i am where he's not like super all stumbly slurry like it's like i think this guy is something's wrong and then maybe just like vanish and then you've actually died uh, but like <laughs> the, the just intensity uh, the other thing I was going to think about tolerance, right? Like I'm sure it's with you. Like for me to drink, I like to drink to get a buzz. Right. But I have to drink a lot to get a buzz. And a lot of the times I come off like someone who is like getting the shakes from not drinking, but I don't drink that <laughs> yeah. often, but I just need to feel it. And, and I, I was getting that vibe when we were just putting away drink after drink and i was like i think we're both really <laughs> fucked up and like and we're both are you gonna eat now Ugh. well also i also had pre-rolls that i flew to chicago with i smuggled and i was like i got some cali pre-rolls and you were like hell yeah i'll order al's beef for i'm like this dude we have not <laughs> yeah we have met once doing the daily zeitgeist and our paths have crossed sort of and then we're next thing we know we're like banging down shots smoking pre-rolls on the streets of chicago and then eating yeah. al's beef over a trash can <laughs> just grease to your wrists it was such a delicious sandwich that's why i'm so do you ever mess uh, with gold belly bro 
I just sent the link to my wife earlier today. I because I started fucking. I I spent like an hour stoned as hell surfing yeah. Gold Belly. Today. It's again. Ha- wow, another place. Have you had any luck ordering? I've shit? ordered it as I've ordered it as a gift, and the person said it was good. Now I'm curious because there's a oh. lot of things on there that appeal to me, and I think as much as they do to you, because like we have plenty of food in the city that we can order out from or make ourselves, but like kind of getting that like inner guy fieri to act up and be like let me get a, some regional shit fucking here now because what's cool is a lot of the shipping is free now so it's like it's pretty much like helping stimulate a local business like in another part of the country right and I, well i feel that way because like i live by that when in rome mentality mm-hmm. as someone who gets to travel for both work and pleasure now that i'm not doing it i'm like well, let me try some fucking uh, Memphis barbecue from some spot I never had. Let's order a pound of their uh, brisket because, yep. like, about to get a muffaletta. I was gonna do. I was yeah, yo. That's I saw the muffaletta from uh, the provisions uh, central in, grocer, uh, in, in central New market, central oh, yeah. grocer, and yeah, yeah, in New Orleans. And then also, I want to order ugly drum from L.A. It's just downtown. What's that one? <laughs> uh, that's like. Uh, pastrami oh if you haven't had ugly drum pastrami i think it's maybe the best pastrami i've ever whoa, had oh whoa okay yes they, yes it's unreal uh what are we talking because it's like the fat content because that's what i like about a good pastrami you need that you need that fat i can't be too lean dude they their burn ends that they do of uh, fucking pastrami because they because they uh smoke it and it's so wow. uh, uh i'm yes okay. bro uh they're usually at that uh sunday uh Smorgasburg oh, thing down yeah, in uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're usually down there. Also, a, f- a friend of mine, former guest of the podcast, runs that shit. When this is free, oh, we, we go. should go down there because because we get we can have like a little we get a little table with like an alley to blaze in, and we can just keep fucking grazing. Uh, brought to you by blazing grazing. Brought to you by <laughs> cannabis quencher in our Yetis. <laughs> I mean, come on, baby, we're walking advertisements here. Yes, dude, reach out, cannabis quencher and these Yeti. <laughs> and on. I'm telling you, people who are listening, these aren't these are flimsy endorsements here. I have a we have smiles on our faces, like we're looking at like we like we just Googled boobs for the first time as children. And we are not being paid by them. We want no, to be. exactly. <laughs> we are not. Yeah, it's funny how yeah, at a certain point, like you get dependent on a product, and you're like, now I gotta tell you, I love you, so the money can flow the other way. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look at my calendar uh, real quick, but also I really love Feels uh, CBD and Mac Weldon. <laughs> Just Me reading well. the advertisers from this. Also, if you haven't checked out the Father's Day sale at Macy's, guys, you are missing out. Also, That's- hey, uh, Jonathan, se habla español, si con Duolingo. Everything's as possible. <laughs> uh, I got so high, I trying to keep one fake language, keep one language going at a time. I couldn't manage it. Um, well, what what do you think this love of gadgets comes from? Because even when you're a kid, I, I think you're a little younger than me, but there was still like Nintendo. Are you a Nintendo family or a Sega family? Are yeah. you PlayStation or are you Xbox? Are you? And there's like this weird kind of loyalty, and I've never felt that way. But I, I do find, like, I love having a video game system. Like, I don't have, like, strong preferences about one or the other, necessarily. Yeah, I was kind of a... I'm a Sony boy, I think, because I'm half Japanese. So part of me, like, felt an affinity. Uh, but, I mean, I'm 30, I'm, I'll am i be 36 this year. 
So we're pretty similar in age. And yeah, I we're think, pretty similar like, in age. Yeah. It's a combination too of like not I think being a kid, right? And having your imagination set off like the fucking turtle comp in Ninja Turtles. Like that was oh. like a two-way pager that did FaceTime. What the fuck? But it was like a compact that had a, the turtle shell aesthetic. I was like, I want that. I want that because I want to be a Ninja Turtle. And to be a Ninja Turtle, I have to have that. Because what I have as four-year-old Miles is not this shit. It's bullshit. I know. I I remember like fucking probably, there's probably 10 years in between 88 and 98 that me and my brothers tried to get walkie-talkies that worked. Right. And it just and it never worked like the movies worked because obviously it was all fake. But we wanted that so bad that like- Was shit it because of Big? Well, it was like Big, even like Weren't they fuck- uh, Monster Squad. Didn't, didn't they have, yeah, was in Big, they, didn't they have walkie-talkies that they would talk to each other on? Because it, it's yep. weird. Whenever you say stuff like that, I'm always like, I saw Big and that made me want a walkie-talkie. But anyway, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying what like that's a gadget you see and you're like, this would be a game changer for me as a kid. This would be or like when the first time I saw like a go pad, like a motorized uh bicycle, yeah. I was like, dude, if I had or like when uh in Legend of Billy Jean they had a quad, like a kid with his own quad ATV. Yeah. I was like, if 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 I had this, I it would be and it's when you're a kid, it's like fr- everything is freedom. Yeah. Like you're talking about like this new world, like then I could call my friend. If I could like it goes back to even like I, you want superpowers when you're a kid so that you don't have to deal with like your life the way it is. And it's like, oh, gadgets are like a version of that in a way. Right. If I could communicate with my friends yeah. using the turtle shell com, then my life would be better. Great. Or the Dick Tracy watch. I remember the Dick Tracy watch was another thing I wanted as a kid. And I remember being pissed right on my birthday I got a, what looked like on the outside a Dick Tracy watch. Like, it was the thing. Oh, no. And I'm like, holy shit. But I'm fucking, you know, seven or whatever, eight. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. It's the fucking, I open the thing. And it's a regular ass dumb fucking watch that just looked like the Dick Tra- Tracy watch. And I was so fucked up about it. I still remember now. I was like, this is horseshit. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why even make this? You saw what it did. The, the fucking movie, he's doing all this shit with it. I want that shit. And instead, I have a fucking stupid LCD crystal display bullshit that I'm going to break and not tell my mom I did on purpose and say, well, that's why I can't wear it anymore. But fuck that fake-ass Dick Tracy watch. And I think that's the other thing, too. There's like a level of like, again, it's the it's the imagination to where technology can go. And I think that's how it extends into an adulthood is like, fuck man look at this tech shit like it's happening that's why now if there's some shit that does something like a dick tracy watch i want that you know what i mean or if there's something that's like a hoverboard i want that because i have all these fantastic memories tied to that like sort of escapism as a child wait also you just said something that unlocked shit for me you said uh you got like the knockoff Mm -hmm. one that was my shit too growing up is like i want this and either if I got the actual product, it was never like it was in the commercial or of in course. my mind. Never. But m- never. But more than that, I never got the thing I even wanted. I got like the Spalding pumps. Right. And I'm like, well, now I can't dunk because I don't have the right. Reebok pumps. I got fucking Spalding. Right. <laughs> I got the Apex jacket when everyone else has got the sh- starter, uh, starter right, jacket. Right. I look, I'm about to get fucking roasted at the monkey bars. <laughs> uh, but like that shit. And so that I think that travels over into adulthood where I'm like, I like Yeti brand cups. Guess what? If I can control it, I'm not yeah. drinking out of anything That's, else. It's, it's <laughs> the exact same thing. And t- 
to your point, it reminds me of the Proton Pack, the Ghostbusters Proton Pack, because that was some shit that yes. the idea was cool, but it was an injection-molded plastic piece of shit and was nothing <laughs> like what the actors were wearing in the film. And what's funny is, as a kid, that got me really into props. Uh, because I think the art of prop making became my primary focus because I'm like, well, I want that. Like, I want the thing from the movie because this, when it gets to me, yes. it's a watered down bullshit puddle. So yes, I got yes. hyper into uh, prop making and like books on prop making and documentaries on props and like Rick Baker's house and like all like like film effects because I'm like, man, like they're like for a long time I wanted to do that because I wanted to make if I couldn't have it, then fuck it, I'll make it. Uh, and so, and that, there's something cool about that because, like, at that age, you know that even Venkman's pro, uh, proton pack in the movie is a yeah. prop. So you're not like, I'm mad that I can't catch ghosts no. with mine. I'm just mad that my shit looks mad. Busted. Like, it looks dumb. Yeah. This exactly. shit had lights and, and switches. It, this is a solid piece of plastic with nylon fucking straps that will break. I know. And, and then you're like and you're like i have an imagination but i need you to come a little bit of the way yes. with me and give me something that makes me when i put Sink it my on teeth into dude like i had one toy gun when i was a kid that was like like kind of heavy and it just meant the world to me that i had like and like whenever i would play with it i'd be like this is some i mean granted now i'm describing like white privilege yeah. like whenever i would play with my g realistic toy gun in my front yard <laughs> in front of the it police always station. felt so real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whenever i'd wave it around roosevelt field mall right. uh <laughs> no but it was like one of those things where i was like oh this I, you can have more fun with the prop that just made you feel yeah. and then you feel that as an adult it and legitimizes like, to a lesser degree because it's all fantasy. like with clothes i'm not a clothes guy but when i find something that i like that fits well and makes me feel good when i wear it and I'll fucking, I do like the fucking non-fashion 38-year-old dude thing where I'm like, oh, this brand of shirts fit, looks perfectly, and I feel good wearing it. Looks like they have six styles. I'll buy these Great. three of them, yeah. right? And like, and, but you put it on and you're like, I know I don't look that different than normal, but I feel so much better. And that's the same shit as yeah, the Proton exactly. Pack. You're like, buy the shirt that makes you feel good, not the shirt that you think you no, deserve. No, no, no. Yeah, the one that, you know, you need to yeah. feel like Peter Venkman. You know what I mean? You got to yes, feel like yeah. Egon. If that looks different, fine. But if you have that Egon feeling, then be gone. Egon? Mission accomplished, yeah. dude. And yeah. I, yeah. Egon, Egon. And like, I had a fucking, oh man, I had this one toy gun uh, that was so dope that a, another kid tried to steal it from me. And I had to, it, it became contentious. But it was a Japanese toy that had like a full on magazine in it that you would load these like kind of heavier sort of plastic, half plastic, half brass rounds into, and you char it charged it with batteries. And every time you pulled the trigger, like it, the rail would come back and it would expel a cartridge with every shot you took. And it was like the <laughs> wildest. And I was like, this is my shit. People would play like cops and shit. I would pull this shit out and they're like, whoa, I'm like, exactly, bro. Thank God we're indoors. Uh, but like, it was so like, I remember a friend's mom was upset because it looked so real and I get it. It was like, it was ridiculous looking, but it was empowering. It felt, I felt like Judge Dredd because I remember seeing the Judge Dredd movie and that was another time Stallone's gun in that movie was amazing. That shit was fucking huge. I loved it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm jealous of that toy gun you described now. Like, I wish I had that now to fuck around with in my house. <laughs> I wish I could find it. Dude, prop 
prop guns was like uh, toy guns is one of the things, and rightfully so with hindsight, yeah. <laughs> that fell off super yeah. hard. You couldn't find one that wasn't like fucking blue that yeah. said toy gun on the <laughs> or side. Or like have or to have that orange cap on the tip. My friend growing up, yeah. his mother was an epidemiologist who was specifically studying children being killed holding toy guns. Jesus. And I remember like there was... There was a time I had like an airsoft gun on me, and like it was like, "Yo, don't bring that around his mom, bro." Like, you know, it's a problem. I was like, "I know, I know." I had to keep. It felt like I had like like fucking you know like a snuff film or something on me. Uh, it was such. It was like such contraband in that house. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like a huge deal, man. Like, in a lot of kids now, just still. I mean, now you see it in the news, and it's like, yeah, there was different times back then. Yeah, for fuck's sake, Jesus, that scares the shit out of me. think it's safe to say uh got a little stress a little anxiety some you know 38 year old ex-jock chronic pain uh but i'm sure i'm not i'm sure a lot of people are similar in that way and for me i like feels it's premium cbd that you get delivered directly to your doorstep but uh, helps naturally reduce stress anxiety pain and sleeplessness. it does it's cbd it's high quality cbd uh tasteless few drops under your tongue and you can feel the difference within minutes and the cool thing about feels is uh f-e-a-l-s they have real human support uh they have a hotline for for people who are new to cbd um it's na- it's a natural way to help fall asleep and help reduce stress so it's got Gabrus written all over it. Join the Feels community and you get Feels delivered to your door every month and you'll save money on every order. You can pause and cancel at any time. Um, I love my monthly Feels delivery, that's for sure. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mighty to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash mighty. Mighty. What other gadgets or things that you didn't like? I'm trying to think. I love my uh, AirPods. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there's something that like I I saw them come out. And I was like, ugh. Me too. And then when I I used them once, and I was like, oh, this is convenient. You I would yeah. ugh to ugh. Yeah, <laughs> as I normally do, I went from disgusted to fully coming. Exactly, uh, that my usual path. But uh, it it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, who cares? And then I just used them. I, I got them, and I, someone recommended them to me. They're like, it's great for the gym because then you don't need to have your phone in your pocket. You can keep your phone in your bag, and you're less likely to look at it. And that activated me, like getting the phone out of my pocket, but keeping the content coming while I work out is all I needed. Yeah. So I was like, oh, now I could deadlift and my fucking, uh, or do dumbbell rows and my fucking cord won't get in the way. I started using them and their ease of use with them was so wild. And now that I'm a 38-year-old man, I'm less prone to losing shit. Like I used to just lose shit all the time. Right. I, I'm allowed to have a two, I'm allowed to have something that's over 200 bucks and this big. That's it, yeah. Now, this is a fucking game changer. Yeah. These are so dope for like, walking around or fucking doing chores around the house. And uh, it's a simple gadget. Everyone has it, but I now am like a dude who swears by yeah. Apple AirPods. It's the cords not being there and all of that. I like a few, like a couple months before everything like changed, I was in Chicago and I had some time to kill and I just 
ate a bunch of Kiva, like chocolate covered blueberries and had like a PAX on me. And I was just walking around like Millennium Park and like going to the museum and I had AirPods in, but the whole thing, like I didn't have wires. So I was, you know, I'm high. And so I'm thinking this is the score right now of like this scene. And like, there's a drone shot of me walking and I'm just like hitting this. It's ridiculous. And, but those are the the thoughts I'll have. And again, I'm like, and that's why I'm satisfied with this product because if I had headphones on, I'm like, who's this guy? What's this? What's this motherfucker looking at me for? Do they know I'm high? <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know why I have these in. I'm like Mr. Cool Guy. Uh, it's it, just You're describing something special. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners can understand that. Being high as fuck, doing a solo event or journey or something while listening to something that no one else is listening mm-hmm. to, whether it's a book, uh, uh, a podcast or a song, but like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, I love when I'm on tour by myself, I love nothing more. My wife's always like, oh, she'll give me a call. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm high as fuck. I'm on a street. I don't know. I haven't looked at Google maps until I'm like stressed about where yeah. I am. And then she's like, Really? And again, that's male privilege and arguably white privilege as well, that I'm allowed to walk around a city at (laughs) night. Double privilege bonus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then uh, I'll be like, this is to me a highlight of like a way to see a city. I'll be like, oh Oh, yeah, I remember. I listened to like 12 chapters wandering around Dallas alone. You know what I mean? Or I'll bump like some one EDM track going through the Art Institute of Chicago. And then like I get to the piece from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and I'm like crying, but I'm listening to like (laughs) something that's like, it has like, uh, and just like, I don't know why, but that's where I am. And I'm reacting to this piece very, differently <laughs> but that's like the cool thing about the airpods i don't know and I, yeah, yeah. There, there's two yeah uh you just <laughs> that is so real you just reminded me i was in austin like a couple of months ago before this all went down and i was doing one of my like oh i'm gonna go on a long stoned walk and eventually meet up with my brother who, who was happened to be in town we're gonna have lunch right and then i was like oh i'm i'm really kind of far away i'd have to hustle it's kind of hot then I see a bird scooter and I'm like, yo, I could probably do this bird scooter. I'm fucking baked. But I could probably do this bird scooter. Just be smart and be safe. I get on. I'm feeling good. I'm still listening to an audio book and I'm like, this doesn't feel right for a scooter. Mm-hmm. Literally, while I'm going over a bridge, I'm like, hey, Siri, play uh, Strong As I Am by the Prime Movers, which is just this <laughs> random song. I like. And I don't know. I'm so high. I'm screaming it. People are looking at me. She starts playing it. And I got like three miles left on the ride, and it's the best I've ever felt. Yeah. I'm like in my own movie. Like I got sunglasses. I'm I'm like moments away from death. If anyone fucking changes lanes or something right, in front right. of me, I'm gonna. Uh, it's so simple. But I felt things. like a fucking king. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And that's why it's funny. Like I don't I don't ever foresee myself being like the kind of person who really needs like the most necessarily like expensive things. I'm just so into like transformative experiences where I I think I'm just chasing that thrill of being a kid like it's not from having like a Mercedes or something which could be cool to like if it was driving super fast or something like that but like I admire those kinds and I, right. and I like cars don't get me wrong but like I'd much rather be like fuck it I'll spend like a ton of money on a VR headset or like I'll spend more right, money yeah. like on the newest like on a Puffco Peak or something like that just other things yes. that allow me to do things differently and still get my itch. I'm like, I'm I'm on the I'm on the fucking wave of the future, bro. Like I'm fucking riding yeah. it, bro. That's where I'm at. And we're not talking about like 
we needed to have some huge come up where we made a bunch of loot to finally do this shit. Even the I stuff, just need it. some of the stuff I'm even thinking of. Yeah. Some of the stuff I'm thinking of too, is like on a small scale. It's like, I remember when I got deodorant just for my gym bag and I was like, right. Oh, Oh, I just have like, it's a $4 investment or whatever. Yeah. And it was the smartest thing I ever did that I never had to like remember to move my, or be like, Oh, my deodorant's in my gym bag. Yeah. Just going. And this, and this is probably it's like that meme where like the lights exploding out of the head at different <laughs> yeah, levels. Yeah. And like the last one is like gym bag only deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's, it's so, I'm sure there are people listening to this. Like I, as an adult person knew to do something like that sure. but i'm dumb and i'm and i'm not and i've used to like scraping by but the idea of like just having though and when when i did that that like not unpacking and repacking that i was like oh shit you know what else i'm gonna have i travel a lot for work i'm gonna buy a third stick of deodorant that's in my dop kit that just goes so i never forget and and next thing i know i'm like it took me to buy three, not sticks, jars, because talking about product loyalty, I love wow. organic fat in the moon deodorant. Um, what is that? So, yeah, I uh, my uh, buddy Ryan Stanger uses it, and he got me hooked on it. If I, fe- I never felt more like the tech guy in a movie than when I shoot my wheelie chair across my room to grab yep. something <laughs> and, to come sh- right and then back. shoot back. Yeah, and be like, and this is fat in the moon deodorant. This shit is like, it's just like coconut oil and baking soda, more or less. It's like, and it works. It works for me. And I used to be a nasty sweater, and I've I used antiperspirant for a long time. But now that I've switched, what is this? A whatever, just ad? look at us. Yeah, again, it's what. Cannabis quencher, Yeti, get at us. I mean, honestly, very yeah, low. Those are two products. I'll fucking, get I'll in. stand, I'll sign. <laughs> I'll get a tattoo. I'll go to the fuck. <laughs> I'll get Yeti on my neck, yeah. dude. I'll get a I, t- I went- teardrop Yeti tattoo. Holy <laughs> shit. This is, how high, this is how high I am. I can't believe I left this detail out previously, but you just reconnected me. Um, I was taking the scooter in Austin to meet my brother to have a drink at the Yeti store, which has in Austin. <laughs> Which in Austin has an outdoor bar attached to oh, it. Oh, sh- do they serve everything in Yetis? Yes. Oh, and fuck do you- off, John. And do you sit on Yeti coolers at a low bar oh, around the bartender? Dude. You fucking know it. Yo, uh, Daily Zeitgeist and High and Mighty next South uh, by. Austin. <laughs> South by. And bring us just house. to eat. <laughs> Sponsored Yeti by presents. Cannabis Quencher. <laughs> <laughs> it's, dude, we got it, baby. I mean, it's this is the most organic the shit ever. <laughs> Our Venn diagram is rapidly becoming a circle. But that Venn diagram, <laughs> that's a powerful group, man. People sipping <laughs> yeah. cannabis quencher out of Yeti. Yeah, I would love to see all of us gather with our powers combined. <laughs> yeah, I want to meet anyone who's very into Yetis and has the tolerance to fucking lightly sip on 40 MGs for an afternoon. They're in my crew yeah. automatically. The new Edward 40 hands, bro. <laughs> yeah, they could be flat earthers and anti-vaxxers, <laughs> and they're still still allowed in the crew. Yeah, I'm like, Stephen Miller, man, is like, wait, hold on, man. What are you sipping in that Yeti? It's like, oh, it's cannabis quencher. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Close the fucking borders. Get in, brother. Hey, man. Let's give this guy a shot real quick. Just real quick. Let's see what he has to say. If, as soon as he gets racist, he's out. But maybe we misunderstand. Okay, he's racist. Yeah, all right. Get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Uh, here's something embarrassing to mention as a 38-year-old. Every once in a while, I find out someone is a, like surprisingly a stoner, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, that's cool. Even though I'm almost 40, I'm, I'm still always like, well, that's cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, course. I find that to be pretty cool. 
I think that's like the eternal kids in us too. It's like when yes, I remember yeah. hearing about the first high school teacher, like afterwards, who like I smoked weed with. I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" I'm like, all right, dude, you're cool. <laughs> that guy was actually a scumbag, though. Uh, right. Yeah, and I was like, "Never mind, never mind, never mind." Yeah, all because also it's like smoking weed is not something that like has any barrier to entry where it's like, yeah. yo, you know who smoked? I heard Jeffrey Dahmer smoke weed. That's actually pretty tight, dude. Uh, all right. That's pre- I mean, fuck you. If that was his vibe, probably he... Le- the music was probably chill. That's his vibe. <laughs> at, le- yo, at least. At least, dude. Please, dude. Give him that. He's the homie, dude. JD. Uh, the other gadget, though... I, the other thing I realized is, like, I would also get my head spun by, like, futuristic TV shows. Like, anything that gave me just enough of the future, I was, like, super into. Like, that show Sequest, DSV. Um, oh, hell yeah. With Roy with Scheider. Jonathan Brandis. And, yeah, rest in peace, Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Sidekicks. And uh, Roy Scheider. And I just remember that being, like, oh, fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> again, imagine if we lived in, under the sea, dude, like, this in, like, this kind of sophisticated way, and, like, we were fucking with dolphins <laughs> like that, like, ah. Uh, I remember, like, it set off, like, a whole, like, under-the-sea <laughs> science, like, trend in toys. Like, there was, like, a Lego underwater lab kit that I had, which was basic. I know that was, they were riding the Sequest wave, uh, so Sequest out. Right, right. That yeah. was, like, a fantastic <laughs> thing. Like, and I just remember being, like, that is, it's just shit like that. Anything that offered me a glimpse into a way of living differently with technology was like the that that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Yeah, and that's just sort of like uh, taking gadgets, extrapolating it all the way out is like, oh, dude, imagine if you could. And then it's like, oh, being able to answer a phone call by tapping your ear—that is like movie gadget <laughs> yeah, right. shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. That is like that's that's some. The, the first time I saw, like, a fucking Special Forces movie where they talked using, like, that thing that goes on their neck and they kind of, like, oh, squeeze yeah, it on their atoms. Yeah. that like shit a whisper is, system? Yeah. Yeah, that shit where they're always like, tango dude, down. I was like, I need that. What's so funny, dude, is I, I just, I was typing a list of things because, like, when we, when we were like, all right, let's do gadgets. I was like, let me just write <laughs> some shit down off the top of my head. And one of the my notes was SWAT uniforms from Speed. Bro, I want Keanu's watch from Speed. I want the full getup. His outfit is fucking sick. Yes. His haircut looks tight. Like, the I want that cut. military, the buzz cut with the widow's peak, yeah. kind of. He looks fucking cool as hell. That was the best, like, pro cop shit propaganda I've ever seen. I was like, I'm going to be a cop, bro. Yes. Bro, h- hindsight 2020, how much of our, my favorite movies growing up was just soft military, pro-military, oh, everything. and soft pro-cop, uh, and soft pro-white guy with a gun fixing an yeah. entire ghetto. Like, everything, all this <laughs> terrible shit, I was just like, these are my favorite movies. Yeah. Well, we were just mainlining all that shit. Like, right. no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, The Rock, I was like, yep, that's, I get it. I see Hummel's point too, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the CIA yeah. is always good guys. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI always. is always And then I went and then I'm like, the school of the Americas? What's that? Wait, what? <laughs> um, but like even with um The Rock, like another thing that that military shit, I wanted that black and white urban camo. Like that was an outfit I made my parents buy me for my birthday. They're like, what are you going to do with this? I'm like, I just need to wear this shit, okay? I 
I had urban camo too. The second you could see like the camo that wasn't just the normal yeah, like, camo that you <laughs> what the, when the white, black, and gray one came yeah. around, which is the one you're discussing. I was like, I need this. Or shit. Van Damme in Street Fighter. Oh, what and, the fuck? Is- <laughs> and Kylie Minogue too as Cammy. I was like, wait, blue camo. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, what are they even trying to hide in? Who cares? Yeah. This is just looks tight as hell. Amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Holy shit, yo, SWAT shit always. I yeah. always wanted a vest with clips and shit. Dude, like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hook you up. My friend, a very good friend of mine, is uh, owns a costume house that does. All of the like, so much of the military and police uniforms you see in films. They did like Boardwalk Empire. I at the um, like when we graduated high school, we were gonna take like this weird, stupid photo, like as like friends, and like we were all gonna be a different fucking occupation, like using his <laughs> costumes. And I had an LAPD SWAT uh, uniform, <laughs> uh, like a full uniform. Like with a thigh holster, tack vest, fake microphone, like it the and it was like the most gratifying moment of my life because I was like 18 or whatever. I was done playing with toys. I was fully just a drugged out shitty teenager, like aggro <laughs> shithead. But like I put this on like and like, you know, closed my door and my mom's like, oh, dinners. I'm like, get away. <laughs> and I'm just like posing in the mirror with it was fucking sad. But it was like holding I had a tack vest by the neck. Yep. You're doing all the fucking tropes, you know, of yeah. like all right, chief. Like you're like yep. testing your gun. Like you're all right, let's reaching lock the and load. <laughs> all right, boys. Dango down. All right, let's go. So, Watch my six, dude. We're gonna stay we gotta get you in a SWAT outfit, dude. <laughs> Bro, all I want to do is be in an action movie. I'm gonna have to like I'm trying to fall backwards into an action movie career hey, somehow. Some, Just yeah. saw. <laughs> okay, okay. What we need is some listener with a little bit of money to produce a short where Gabrus and I will be SWAT cops. Uh, we'll crowdsource the fucking script or whatever. Just give us a little money to rent the cameras and shit. I swear to God, we'll make this. We'll make this. I'll get, and we'll have the most realistic shit. It's going to look stupid, but we're going to do it. And we're going to live out our dreams. Bro, this, it's so, the, the small amount of times I've got to dress up in a, a wardrobe that wasn't like you're the slacker in this scene like because right. i usually but when i get cast for something on i get to put on you do fall into the character a little bit so the second you get to put on some real paramilitary shit oh. we might it might be like stanford experiment you and i might be like yeah. let's go, become super patriots and like yeah, exactly. open the fucking gallery of mall motherfucker like, everyone masks <laughs> off everyone take your fucking masks off in here my body my choice <laughs> Jesus. but just barely very narrow in this instance I, of course i'm speaking about this current situation is where the only time it makes yeah. sense and freedom for stores like if they're just discriminating it's like same-sex couples who want a cake otherwise stores do what i want okay i need another cannabis quencher that 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 must be part of where the fucking gadget shit comes from too not the shit we were just screaming about but like <laughs> The little kid shit that, like, when you get a gadget... Like, I remember when I got my first watch as a kid. It it right. makes you feel like you're playing a character. You're, like, a grown-up that knows the time now. Oh. Like... Dude, it's, like, where... It's, like, well, the first time I dressed up for a dance. And I thought it was in the mafia yeah. or something. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Dude. You're, like, well, yeah. all right. Like, and it really <laughs> is all this shit you see from movies. Like... I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know how to tie the fucking tie I'm wearing. Yet I'm trying to like adjust it. 
Why? Yeah, I just know that this is something that <laughs> yeah. they do in movies. I know you just pinch the thing here, and you're like, all right, all right, all right, let me check myself out. I remember I kissed a girl on the forehead at a dance. She was, like, shorter than me, and I kissed her on the forehead. And she was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I think I saw this. And, like, I literally had just gotten it from movies. I was just like, this is something that, like, right. but maybe it was a dad and daughter or a husband and, like, a wife and not, like, two right. 14-year-olds. <laughs> All right, babe. Mm, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. That's what I, like, I started winking a lot because of movies, and I I couldn't do it. I was so bad at it, but like I didn't know how to tell a girl I liked them. So I was like, Oh, you wink. You just give him a wink. Give him a wink. And the shit was always bad. It was never slick until I like developed proper like facial coordination for like eye independence. But but more than the time, they'd be like, It's what are you doing? Uh, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm, I'm winking. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, he, I think he's going blind and he has an erection. Maybe his like Cialis has been going on for too long. Yeah. Check his temperature. He's at 106. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Shit's going bad Guy's fast. Vaporizing himself. Let's do some aspirational gadget talk. Hmm. What's some shit like? Let's have like a kind of tacky if we hit the lotto, if shit. If, oh, if, fuck. If, yeah, like turn uh, the corner or, or, even more, I'll, I'll start because there's one that I, I, first of all, quarantine or, or whatever we're calling this, the stay at home shit, yeah. has really pointed at like a new set of needs and wants I have. Yeah. Because I think I, like most, a lot of city dwellers, people who move to major cities, you kind of rely on the world around you for everything. And mm-hmm. you're like, who cares where I live? Like, who cares? As long as I live in a cool neighborhood, I don't care if my apartment's small and because ha- I'm yeah. just going to be out doing shit all the time and then when you have three straight months of not doing anything you're like oh man i need a yard oh i need a place for home exercise i need a place the main thing i want my my big glow up purchase will be a home sauna i've come to i've come to love the sauna and i hit it at the gym all the time but now i don't know about the future of saunas post covid dude like i'm so scared uh dude it's like covid and like 4d in there yeah, uh, dude. I, or or is the heat kill it? Who fucking knows? Either way, yeah. it's too scary. I mean, man, a home sauna. Like, that's always the thing, though. I remember the first time, I think maybe the only time I had seen a house that had one, I was like, oh, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> that's how you're playing over here? You got the fucking in-home sauna? Because uh, that I, is like, that's truly, that's like an opulent gadget. Well, you know, I, I grew up in a world like... I grew up in a world where pools were insane. Mm-hmm. Like it was crazy to have a pool. Like out, my wife and I always joke. One time, our friend was like, "And the house we bought has a pool." And my wife goes, "Above ground or in ground?" <laughs> they were like, huh? uh, "It's." They're like, "You just say pools here. They're all in ground in L.A." You're like, "Oh," <laughs> but like I remember when being like a house with a pool that you have to be a billionaire to have that, yeah. and then you're like. In L.A., you have to be a millionaire just to have a house, so it doesn't fucking matter. No, seriously. Uh, unfortunately. It's like, yeah, if you want to live anywhere that you think is even just like a regular house on TV, that's a $2 million house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything else, so, yeah. So uh, I will say having a, a sauna to start my day before uh, – it's like sauna, shower, coffee might just wow. be like a fucking – or like to end my day. In your mind, what is a sauna doing? Because like I remember whenever I do it at the spa or go to like a – you know, I've gone to like a Burke Williams or something like that. And you're like, all right, do the spa thing. I love going hungover because I just feel like if I endure that, like it's a, it'll be a – very like detoxifying process, but I always envision being in a sauna, basically like loosening my body 
And I see that that would be the I don't know in my high mind that's the uh, the positive aspect of having it is like a body the- loosener is how I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. It does heat you up. Like it, on a small scale, it can warm you up. Literally, like get get your muscles feeling warmer, so like less likely to be pulled, aka loosening you up. Mm-hmm. But. I think saunas have a lot of research that are out there and a lot of new like new Joe Rogan style research about saunas that's out there that a lot of people are d- digging but I've learned to love the what comes from them mentally of just like and maybe it is just the the what you're talking about the suffering and getting over yeah. like there, not a lot of shit in my life is that hard right now you know <laughs> like so it it's dope when like you're like I accomplished something physically difficult I steamed and it's yeah, and it's a way to do it without running or like <laughs> doing, yeah. you know. And there's a lot of research around it. And the, but I found after doing it frequently, th- some small things that it did for me was it. I think it cleared up my skin in a way. But the 20 minutes of just heat and quiet and like dealing with it, mm. followed by an ice cold shower, did something to my brain too. That probably has a lot to do with just being quiet for 20 minutes. Sure, like research studies. But but mentally, the sauna was. I was like. I will someday, if rich enough, have a sauna in my house to to make this a daily habit, for sure. Well, I mean, sometimes you can see them on Craigslist, dude. <laughs> People tossing dude. up the old sauna. My friends bought one. Bro, I'm not even fucking around. You see, this is the High and Mighty Studios. It's got me and my wife. We don't have kids, so the extra room is I got a a couch, a fucking vaporizer, a, a computer. I'll put a fucking standing sauna right. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just fucking no one's beam even up coming over right now. Yeah, yeah right? no one's coming. <laughs> Might as well. I'll put a fuck. I'll put a fucking movie on my monitor, full blast, and I bring uh, my headphones in there. <laughs> watch a movie from in the sauna every day. Get fucking shred. Come out and be hundred and eight pounds yeah. post quarantine. Some <laughs> weird sauna version of Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> like I don't know, dude. Something's definitely changed with him. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, he's fu- he's changed at the genetic level, but it's for sure bad. <laughs> Every time, sometimes I come in the yeah, room think, and he's a puddle. He's a human puddle. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of no, it's, it's fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. And, but his dick is also still out when he's in the tub, it's and a, it's blue. Yeah, <laughs> and like not like glowing like Doctor Manhattan. Like, like it was like it's bad blue. Like blue, like you know, <laughs> the baby in train spotting blue. Yeah, um, it's scary. It's like sad blue. It's uh, like oh shit, something's wrong with Mama Cass blue. Uh, <laughs> the um. Uh, what are some of your aspirational I, gadgets? Probably uh, just some kind of home, like a theater, an in-home theater, like with the seats to sit back, like with a soda machine. You know, again, these are all the things like, it's like, yeah, I could be at the movies, but I'm not at the movies. You want to know why? It's because we don't have a soda machine. And it, it, a can <laughs> of Coke is fine, but there's something about fucking just being like, ah, fucking Coke, no. Like uh, that yeah. is so gratifying again because it's stupid child brain that is mostly like is at the wheel of all my sort of consumer fantasy shit. Um, <laughs> like yeah, it would be like having a movie theater with yeah, like a an ice cream, like a soft serve icy machine and a, a soda, just full on soda fountain and just those like fantastic seats. But like with a ventil, I've thought about this a ventilation system, so like I could just chief fucking i could set the whole fucking theater off with 3g blunts and then it's just but quiet right nothing crazy but it's never going to settle and people are like what the fuck is this i'm like yeah man i invested in this shit baby because i'm thinking (laughs) like that baby that's what i do bro i fucking i'm i'm 
secreting right now. I'm writing in my journal or whatever I need to do to hopefully be your neighbor. (laughs) 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 I'm like, oh, cool. I live in a fucking uh, the one bedroom, one bath next to the miles. He lets me use his basement, though, so we could (laughs) chief and play fucking Call of Duty Warzone on the big screen. (laughs) And work on this this pilot we're writing about these two SWAT coughs that get pretty high. Oh, I've been working on that uh, pilot for about four years now, huh? uh, I don't know, man. The times keep changing on us. I feel like it's dated. Dude, a home theater would be dope. Like, my wife is so aesthetic-based that we can never have our living room be, like, optimized exclusively for watching TV. It's got to be for hosting and, and like... Entertaining. And lighting. Yeah, entertaining, Mm -hmm. which is completely reasonable. She lives here, too. But someday, I hope to have, like, the ability to turn one room into, like... It gets gets pitch black. The music gets fucking loud. The screen is big. And we can fucking... Do whatever. I'm 30... I'm 38, and I'm like, and you're allowed to smoke weed in this room. Inside, dude. I'm so humiliated. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. Hey, but that's... But I think, again, that just goes to show, like, sort of what it all kind of goes back to, man. It's just really, like, this feeling of, like, freedom. And, like, yeah, it's like... Because ultimately what it is is we're not... It's not that we have a home theater that has all this shit. It's... When we were kids, we're like, dude, imagine from the movies right now, and we just pulled out these blunts and started smoking them in here. That's what it is. And I think yeah. that's what it was like, yeah, guess what? I don't I don't have to do that because I have my own rules because this is my theater now. Yeah, and all it takes is like at some court point in your life, a friend of a friend or you're at some rich kid's house. Uh, I had a friend who was super rich, and then he got like his family got so rich that he left my town, uh, which was – I hate to see I moved. I moved from uh, a very low income town to like an upper middle income town when I was like 13. Became friends with this kid who happened to be like the richest kid in town. And then he moved on out of that. So I like, I had a brief glimpse from like, I went from like lower class all the way to like this view. Yeah. And then when he moved to the new town, to his new house, I did get to go. When we went there, he's like, in their basement, they had this one room that just had a couch in it, and it was blank. And I'm like, what the fuck is this room? And they're like, oh, this is for watching movies. And they pushed a button, and a projector screen came down. And this is 1996, oh 1997. And I had just never even imagined something like that. I, ne- I had never even known person this wealthy to see something like yeah. that. And just saw it coming down. And then that image goes in your head, and you're like, the ultimate form of success is to be able to watch a movie in your home theater. Like, and it just, and then when you're smoking weed before you go in the movies, be like, bro, if we had a home theater, we could just have a fucking tray of blunts yeah. right there. Because oh, halfway through the movie, I'm not even high anymore. To not pause, like when I don't smoke in my house unless it's in my office, but when when Tiff's out, of, when my wife's out of town, I get. To watch a movie and and light a blunt mid film, rather than being like, all right, I gotta get this put out and get in there and start the movie, like just fucking uh, pull it out and like not interrupt yeah. your viewing process. It's a fuck. Oh, this is humiliating. This is yeah. <laughs> the other all thing. All my too, cool like, shit is like, yeah. <laughs> everything I want. Everything I at a McDonald's yeah. essentially is what it's gonna whittle down to. <laughs> Which dude? Nah. The do- <laughs> I mean, hey, fuck! It sounds d- fuck it sounds dude. sick as hell. Give me that fry. <laughs> give me that deep fryer, dude. Okay, all right. Now I'm adding to it. It's the theater has the soft serve. You can make McFlurries though, um, and there's like a f- McDonald's fryer, so you can just do you can do nuggets and fries. No burgers. It's just simple and hash browns. Uh, <laughs> just there. Boom. You got all your munchy shit. 
There's nothing better than That's just being great. like having fries or I don't know if I want a soft serve. It's all there. Hey, I think you better juice up your ventilation system if you're going to be smoking blunts and frying <laughs> McDonald's chicken nuggets down there. Yeah. <laughs> and dairy, just like just toxic farts yeah. the whole time. That shit's going to smell like 34th and 9th. <laughs> um, I don't even know what that the, means. It's the like, what's the, 34th the last, and 9th like? Uh, that area of New York is like the last, it's like the only part that's still not gentrified in Manhattan, like Port Authority area. There's like skyscraper buildings, but it's still the part of the city where you're walking down and you're like, where is everybody? Oh, the port. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Getting that, getting that way is where it's still, where, that's where I would smoke weed is what I'm saying. (laughs) Next to a McDonald's on 34th and 9th. Bro, if my, if your, uh, if our marriages don't work out, I feel like we should probably become like like adult rich uh, roommates, yeah. Like and just buy a mansion together because it sounds like we have a overlapping a lot of the. I mean, same, it's, a, uh, it's a, <laughs> I feel like that pilot would be bought instantly. You know what I mean? It's like wait, it's too. It's like the new fucking uh, Scrubs guys. Uh, for, you know what I mean? But like, we do way more drugs and drink. <laughs> That's our show. It's about two 45-year-old divorcees who are like, well, our lives are fucked. Uh, we had rich wives. Uh, they yes. d- they divorce us. We get their money. Yes. And we go like, well, let's go full on. And we just live in a disgusting adult, richy rich kind of world. Alla homies. <laughs> no, delete, delete this part from the podcast. <laughs> Listeners, uh, that's this counts as an official fucking WGA copyright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna have to sit on this episode for a while. The core might be over till we get the Alla homies pilot written. They're like, wait, get that up this, in that. the one guy is black and Japanese. Oh, oh yes, good, good, good. What about the other guy? Don't worry about the other guy. But we have one guy who's black and Japanese. It, yeah, the other guy. Wait, he's a white guy, but if he doesn't say anything, Republicans like him too. Huh. All right. Okay, I like this. <laughs> what a true definition. He looks like he's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I never feel I never feel more like a fucking conservative fucking like web show host than looking at my own Zoom frame <laughs> when I have like this big beard, a backwards hat, headphones, and right. I'm like, bro, we need to move into a mansion without women. It's the other like, thing oh, is God. too, we were SWAT cops too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we still do yeah, SWAT missions. Of course, it's SWAT. Or we're just so rich, like we just—I don't know. We go to those weird oh, reopen the state things, dressed. Like, I don't know. We just don't look out of place at these things. Kind of weird. Guys. Fuck, dude. No, we we, <laughs> we like try out to be SWAT. Co- we we were like. They're like, you can't, you have to be a cop first. And we're like, well, what? that's a bump, but we're rich. We'd love to be SWAT cops. Ah, oh, you're serious, dude. Can I, can we like make a donation? Like the, the Grabris uh, ammunition depot or something? <laughs> dude, or these guys are just wealthy enough to start their own like uh, grassroots SWAT team. <laughs> Oh right, it's basically like a like the sort of neocon shit gone wild, where it's like privatized neighborhood police force, because, and we're just a bunch of rich assholes playing SWAT, and it gets real dangerous for us though. Now it's a, now it's like a shield, now it's like a shield type show. Right, right. It's gritty. Yeah. One of us dies in the finale. Yeah, and in the tr- yeah, or in the fucking pilot. And in the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I fucking love this. Stumble upon the Armenian money train. (laughs) Dude, I forgot about that specific. That's a wild detail. I I haven't watched that show in so long, but I remember so many weird things like that. Like I was playing Red Dead Redemption recently, and there's a town called Armadillo, and I thought of that character as like Armadillo, like from the Shield, (laughs) and I'm like, that's in my brain, but for fucking what? For what? This is not helpful yeah, at all. Yeah, at all. But now I'm like, I need to watch that again, I think. Oh, wait. Here's a, here's a better business idea for us. Safe SWAT. We uh, Twitch streamers hire you and I to SWAT other Twitch streamers. Oh, but right. we kick the door down and shit, but we don't have live ammo, so we never no. end up killing no. anybody. But, but we get the, the outfits and we get the fun exactly. and shit. Exactly. Flashbangs for sure. <laughs> oh, tear gas. Like 100%. way too many. Yeah, maybe sometimes it causes a lot of medical it's trauma for the person but look we want to be scared bro and sometimes the you cops threw two flashbangs in the crib dude what the fuck <laughs> and you like threw it hard in there dude fucking like nolan ryan that shit <laughs> spiking a flashbang into a room so sick dude <laughs> oh my god hire miles and, and actually, i that's to swat the, your that's friends pilot. on twitch <laughs> that's in the pilot though but that's in the pilot that shows why <laughs> then it's like a cut to like newspaper about how we're like disgraced wannabe security force like loses license and like that's like the event <laughs> that we lose and like now we're just trying to be like we're in the come up trying to get back in the game after that because I pulled the wild, like, Dominique, Will- Will- Dominique Wilkins windmill on the crib with the flashbang. He threw it right into the tank where their lizard was yeah. sitting safely, blew his yeah. head off. It's a viral video where it's like going, <laughs> it becomes a meme. <laughs> and then, boom, the pilot. Dude, this pilot is amazing. Yeah, uh, sorry that the episode was so short this week because we had to delete all these amazing yeah, ideas we had, goodness. fam. Again, Listeners, let's just pull some money together to produce this pilot. I think we get a really um, interesting pilot presentation going. And I feel like we know rich people that would let us shoot in their house to pretend we were rich. Yeah. For fuck's sake, rich people, come come after us. Also... If you're listening, Yeti and Cannabis Quencher, we're your boys. Yeah. We got you. Oh, my so, God. Hook us up. Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, collaborative century, <laughs> if we can get Yeti and CQ. If, we're, we're not even talking to get them to work with us. We want them to work with each other. Each other. <laughs> Imagine if Yeti developed a... Sp- oh, I don't even know. See, I don't Let's need gadgets like about now I'm f- optimizing, just mixing <laughs> THC liquid with ice. Uh, Who cares? Got a perfect loser. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna master this fucking afternoon cocktail. Might have a second one right now. Um, but Miles, talk to us about uh, plugs, man. Thanks for doing High and Mighty. By the way, oh, this is dude. so fun. Thank we you got for to catch up, me, man. Uh, yeah, honestly, thank you for having me. It's dope to be here. I've been a fan of yours, so it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, oh, thanks, doing the man. damn I appreciate thing. it. Um, yeah, I, I I do a daily podcast, Daily Zeitgeist, with Jack O'Brien, the guy who founded Crack.com. And we it's just a very talk about fun podcast yeah. to listen to and to guest on. Yeah, we just talk news <laughs> and shit every day. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's fun uh, every day, every day, every day, five days a week. Uh, and then I also that's, do that's a pretty wild uh, reach for a podcast. Like that's yeah, that's a bold that's a bold statement. That's a bold honestly uh, though. It's a claim to back up. It's a team. It's a team effort, man. If I if we had to do everything, there'd be no way to do it. Like luckily, like Anna right. produces it, Dan cuts it. Like we have, it's a group effort. So yeah, 
Uh, can't do it without them. Thanks, Coach. Man, got to give it up one time to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Uh, producers out there, editors, engineers, thank you so much. Um, and then another podcast I do is called 420 Day Fiance, uh, where I get high with comedian Sophia Alexandra. And we talk about the latest episode of 90 Day Fiance, which is one of our favorite TV shows. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, check check those out. Your miles of gray on yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram, social media, PlayStation Network. You know, catch me on Red Dead. <laughs> come for me, motherfucker. Yeah, come for me. Um, if, if you're a Twitch streamer, I would recommend dead bolting your door because we're kicking that fucking yeah. bitch down anytime. Dude, and soon. put a cover over that crib, bro. Because <laughs> the Ala the Ala homies are going full fucking. Uh, <laughs> Vin- Dominique Wilkins was the reference. Yeah, yeah. Vince Carter two thousand slam dunk contest is about to pull up <laughs> with a flashbang. <laughs> it's so stupid though. I just picture and the in a cr- I don't know. It's so stupid. Someone come it get just- us. You mistime your fucking dunk and it just goes off in your hand, <laughs> blinds you as you're f- soaring towards them. <laughs> it's like a mangled pinky at the end. <laughs> uh, um, Miles, thanks for doing this. Uh, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my other podcasts, Action Boys, or the Gino Lombardo show on Stitcher Premium, promo code Gino for a free month. Listen and then bail. I don't give a shit. I don't have any uh, monetary investment in Stitcher. Yet, Stitcher, you... <laughs> mm. What's going on? Mm. Um, and that's all, fam. Just trying to get your beak wet, man. I'm just trying to wink for you, bro. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, you do like me. <laughs> Bye, shitheads! That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>